you'd rather fight 10 spiders or 10 snakes? 10 snakes every day. Apparently, there is nothing else to that question. They can be any size. (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) Welcome to episode 28. I think it's 28, yeah. Of? Chopwood Carry Water. The podcast formerly known as? Mandy's Book Club, but it's now the Woke to Act Club. (laughs) Woke to Act Club. (laughs) We need to get t-shirts with that on it. 100%. That's yeah. what I was thinking in my head. I've got a screen press, so just bring me a t-shirt and I'll... There we go. Perfect. I'll, I'll woke it up. You have, you have to bring an old t-shirt and then we'll upcycle it. Yeah. And just remember, anyone can be woke. It's a process. Yeah. It's an, it's an open invite to a club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I made an inappropriate joke today. Do you want to talk about it? Do I have to reset my woke clock? Yeah, you do. It starts again from now. From now. Mm-hmm. It's been... <laughs> About eight hours <laughs> since I rewoke. Yeah, that's fine. It's it's a learning. It's a process. You can. It's not linear. It's it's the opposite. What's that? Fluctuating. Yeah. Oscillating. Yeah, it's not. Is oscillating side to side? Side to side, I think. Oh, hang on. Close your eyes <laughs> and listen. If I oscillate when I talk, does it have a weird yeah. effect? If Coming you... to you in stereo, 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 stereo. So yeah, so. It's fine to have to reset your work clock. You can do it every day if you want to. Dep- I think there's levels of what's fine. <laughs> you can't reset it every day. If you have to set your work clock every day. Like, you know, like you have to reset your vegan clock if you hit a fly on you, your bike. Um, You're riding your bike in a fly. You're like, that was always the joke. I stamped on a spider the other day and Kay was like... Why would you do that? Because I'm absolutely petrified of spiders. We can fix this. I'm a- I have arachnophobia and I regularly pick up spiders. No, I can't. Oh my you need God. to learn the no, paper I'm and terrified. cup trick. Paper and cup. I'm really, like, I'm really scared of them. So I, I hate to break this to you, but do you know you're now marked? What? When you kill a spider, it releases a scent. <laughs> Shut up. I really don't like them. Well, good job you're not surrounded by them 24 No, I know, exactly. But no. Oh my gosh. We, <laughs> me and the kids were watching uh, The Outdoor Boys, which is a dad and his kids from like the back country in america and they just go out they go out hunting and <laughs> the kids are freaking because they were just hunting frogs to eat them oh on the bayou mm-hmm. all that's fine but it's night time and they're going through like the everglades <laughs> and then there's like crocodiles everywhere they're like look at no like they're like look at all those blue dots those are spider eyes oh no i'm out and then oh. they go off into like the sidelines and he's like, oh, here comes one and there's a massive spider web and a spider man and it just hits the GoPro and then goes on the guy's head. What? Yeah, they're just riding through spider webs just covered in these... That's not for me. Everglades like, spiders. No. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> no. I would not go hunting for frogs. Do you want me to tell you my anecdote about holding a tarantula again? Have you told me it before? <laughs> I'll take <laughs> that as an open invite. <laughs> Story time. So we went to Longleat. Was it Longleat? Longleat is a fantastic One of those kind of house. vegan approved. It's kind of okay because they're all going to be killed anyway. So we put them in a park, animal places. Not we buy animals. to Right, okay, fair. Um, and Dottie was maybe 10 months old. So I was like holding her. Mm-hmm. And we, <laughs> we were walking through like the reptile house. Kerry obviously wasn't. And someone was like, oh, do you want to come and see a tarantula? And I was like, Heck no, but obviously I was like, yes. What a great lesson. What is for wrong me with you? Like what what 
So no. I was like, I walked over and I was like, yeah, we'll definitely see the tarantula. And they were holding this Mexican tarantula. Was it as big as your hand? Yeah, it was a big tarantula. <laughs> so I'm holding Dottie in one arm and then the helpful attendant was like, oh, hello, sir. Would you like to hold the tarantula? Oh, for God's sake. And I thought, yes, this is my moment. I was like, I'm going to hold this tarantula. And I always try and convince myself, I'm like, spiders are just like little dogs, like little puppy dogs. If you think of them like yeah, dogs, they're legs. way nicer. Yeah, and massive fans. Yeah. But anyway, I was like, I was like, yeah, of course. I held up my hand and I was like, this is the moment that as soon as that spider is in my hands, I'm all of my kind of fear is going to just melt. And I'm going to be like, oh, hello, little cute little tarantula. So I held up my hand, holding my child, and the tarantula landed in the palm of my hand. Oh, no. And it was everything I thought. It, it was like all Like, I don't know why you thought it wouldn't be what you thought it was. It was exactly what I thought it was going to yeah, be. Of course. It was like pretty cold and heavy. Yeah, and like creepily. No, it wasn't that. It was like heavy. And then it was in the palm of my hands and I was trying to be super chill. Like, I don't and the I spider, think I got one on me. The spider pulled all its legs <laughs> in. So it went really small. And uh, I was like, yeah, this is, I was like, this is a hard pass for me. But I was like, just play it off as cool. I was like, oh, look, look, Dottie, look at the spider. And the person that worked there went, yeah, it really doesn't seem very happy. I'm going to get it off you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that'd be good. Can I just say that that hasn't worked in Dottie's favor because she is still scared of spiders. Yeah, but I wasn't scared of spiders until I vividly remember the day. So I was out in the garden in my grand's house. How old are you? I'd say, so my brother was born, so it must have been seven or eight. Okay. In a little white vest, mm -hmm. as all kids of the 80s Stylish. would have worn. Showing off my guns. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and we went into my grand shed, the notorious like grand Is it like shed, a grand full shed? Full of like stuff yeah, of course, everywhere. Okay. Um, massive spider. And we were like, oh wow, look at this. My dad was like, yeah, look at it. And then he was oh, like, no. and he, my dad, like this, bearing in mind, it was as big as my dad's hand as an adult, and I'm an eight-year-old, seven, eight-year-old child. He just threw it on me, like threw it onto my arm, and I remember looking at it being like, oh. And then it sprinted up my arm, across my neck, and I'm trapped in a shed surrounded by saws, blades, everything. You know, so I couldn't go anywhere, and this thing was just running over me while my dad just wet himself, like literally just like died laughing honestly the worst story i've ever heard and from that moment yeah on, well i completely see why you were scared of them and then i thought do you know like so when i became an adult i was like i'm gonna have to start getting rid of my own spiders started doing that that was fine then i've learned that tarantulas can jump from the floor onto your face at will there's just no need for them to exist i don't think and my friend moved to australia and <laughs> put a picture up be oh. like, oh, there's a huntsman in our... They've got a utility room, like, in their garage bit. And there was, like, a regular-sized sink, like a normal no, human-sized sink. No, I don't want to hear it. And the spider's oh, legs no. were touching all sides of the sink. Ugh. It looked like the a face hugger from Alien. That's horrible. A furry one. So, obviously, I just commented being like, oh, I'm so burn sorry. the house? I was, I was like, when's the kickstart? Yeah, for just the house. I assume you must have demolished your house. I'm terrible with them. They're, like... Blech. they're awful Carrie once we were back at home and Carrie once threw a spider at me while we were outside my mum was there and I 
cried immediately and then told my mum what he had just done, expecting my mum to tell Carrie off. Her mum was just pissing herself. Then my dad had just come home. So I was like, Dad, Gary just threw a spider at me, like expecting my dad to bollock him. Did and both of them him? were like, what the fuck? Like it was a tiny spider. But they're like my worst thing. Have you seen the snake open the door? No. <laughs> I'll send it to you later. It's like a, what's like the biggest snake you can have as a pet? Boa constrictor? Yeah, what's well, like, anaconda? Like, I don't, I, you can't have an anaconda, can <laughs> like eat you alive um like one of the biggest snakes it's like it's the one that britney had <laughs> do you know that one has it got like markings on yeah yeah it? a python like, a Burmese yeah python yeah yeah it's, from my homeland it, um why did you just laugh sorry, I don't know why. uh for the listeners out there disclaimer like my grandfather was born was born no, he was born in india and raised in burma so that wasn't me okay, no. making a joke <laughs> Mickey. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's like a video of a closed My door. My grandfather's also dead. <laughs> Stop! Class. Classy move. Right. Let me tell the next story. It's the video of a closed door, and then the door opens, and on the other side is a snake that just falls through the door. Lush. It's the creepiest thing I've ever seen. And someone was like, shouldn't have told my snake to open doors. Uh, so on that note... <laughs> oh, no. Uh, my friend used to have a snake, and it kept escaping. Yeah. Like letting itself out no. of the vivarium no or whatever need. it lived in. So she used to keep a giant old-fashioned copy of the Bible <laughs> on top of it <laughs> to stop it escaping, which I thought was just a like really that. wonderful metaphor. Yeah, that's cool. Um, don't know why you'd have one of those as a pet. They're all right. Seems... I don't mind snakes. No, I'm... Uh... The more of it... I think I'm less keen on them the more the internet's been around. Because no one ever shows like, oh, here's this really fun video of a snake. It's like, here's a snake. Next. <laughs> yeah, so Look cute. at this pet snake lay, laying next to a child, measuring whether it can eat them. Yeah, I hate that. Um, and it's always the ones where they just bite. Like, I think seeing Johnny Knoxville in the ball pit oh, getting bitten the, by yeah, the anaconda, yeah. I was like, mm, I'm less keen on the meat on my face. But Mm-mm. yeah, snakes are But right. I'm probably better with snakes than I am spiders. I think I, f- I fancy my chances of fighting off a snake. That's the difference. I'm well, like, I, just feel- I may not die. Batting. But a spider, you're like, I'm dead. What, if I'm like, locked in a room you... with 10 spiders, pff, you're going down. it's over, isn't it? Wait, but if you're locked in a room with 10 snakes, you think you'd survive? Fuck yeah. What size snakes are you talking about? Any size. Any size snake? Yeah. I'm Indian. Surely I'd just, they'd Charming. just be like, no, I wouldn't even have to. They'd just be chill. Right, okay. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. Would you rather fight 10 snakes or 10 spiders? 10 snakes. Okay. Let's Every throw day. that out to the listeners. Any size. <laughs> Let us know. Any, any type. I think you're going too far now. What, even the cobras? Ten anacondas. Just get big. Ten anacondas. Ten anacondas be fine. What are they going to do to you? You're in a locked room with them. What are you proposing you're going to do? It eats you alive. Have you not seen the film Anaconda? It could try. Just open its mouth for that crack. Right, so you're proposing you're going to break the jaws of ten anacondas while you're in this locked room with them. Yeah. I don't believe that. text while I'm doing it as well. Oh my God, yeah, probably while doing a handstand or some other dickhead move. I don't think... What are you going to do about 10 spiders when you're looking at one? Ten spiders, As you're stamping on one, the other one's behind you. They could be on your head and you wouldn't even feel them. And then as you go to be like, ha, 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 it just goes down your throat. Are we talking about any spider that could be like really venomous like a huntsman? Because then you're like dead anyway, so... Yeah, so I'm saying. Although, have you seen those snakes in Australia? Is it the brown snake? <laughs> that, oh, they're my favourite. They're 
the most aggro creatures ever. So, um, you're not supposed to look if they're out in your garden. Don't tell me you're not supposed to no, look them in the eye. No, you're not supposed to look at them because there's reports of them jumping through plate glass windows. They've got like a really hard head. Someone fact check this for me. <laughs> Don't tell me people have been found dead. Up. No, people have found dead because the, no. the snake is out on the lawn and it sees you in the house. Oh, and you're like, oh my, God, oh my gosh, look at this snake. And then the snake's like, you fucking can't. You're <laughs> Just lying. Ju- right. You are lying. Keep talking. I'm gonna... There is no way this snake takes offense to you looking it in the Brown eye and then sna- smashes through your window. Have you seen the video of the kangaroo outside someone's house punching the window? <laughs> I believe it from a kangaroo, though. It, it's got hands. Brown snake. Not a snake. The snake doesn't... If there's a video, I'm not watching it. I don't need that in my life. I just need you to say, yeah, it's a a thing or it's not a thing. Mm. I don't think it's a thing. Woman finds snake climbing in through a window. Monkey breaks glass enclosure with stone. No, it's not that one. No, because it doesn't exist. Cobra headbutts window to get inside. That's not a brown snake, though, is it? It's a cobra. Same thing. Watch a venomous spider kill a deadly snake in rare attack. No, we don't Told need... you spiders are <laughs> superior. Okay, should Queensla- we get all this conversation? I've got the Queensland's family's terrifying encounter with eastern brown snake. Oh, no, I don't want to... I actually don't want to watch it. I think Captured I need a timeout. Captured on CCTV. Out. I know. faces. I don't know. Anyway, don't mess with them. Okay, but I'd well, still I'd... rather fight a snake. I'd rather die. We've done 28 episodes, and I think that the rather... last story you just told is the bullshit one like of all the fact checks we should do it's There's on a that snake one. jump through a window it's the fact that you can't look the snake in the eye i didn't say that you added that no in. i didn't yes. you said don't look at it and i Let said what the don't record. look at it no in the eyes. don't look out the window at it because if it sees you in the house you added the eyes bit in. all right okay maybe i did but i think the snake would still kill you if you had your back to it no but i've i imagine that it'd take offense to you making eye contact with it well that's just because you're humanizing it I've really humanized Anthropomorphizing. it. I've, I really have. But anyway, proof positive. I just think if I was going to die, I'd rather a snake kill me than a spider. I just don't want the spider to I don't want to go either way, really. You don't want to give the spider the satisfaction of killing you. Or maybe the spider would just... I just think... I think the spider would be like, paralyze you, mm-hmm. and then you'd still be looking at it as it slowly wrapped you up. The spider? Yeah, and then it just drained no, the that's, fluids. No, that's how snakes kill you. No, the snake would just... You'd just die. No, snakes no. poison you Yeah, and, and your then blood wrap co- you up. No. No. Snakes that's either... That's what boa constrictors do. That's why they get their name. No, they just constrict you to death. They just crush you to death. <laughs> they don't bite you. All right, okay. They either bite you yeah. and you die, or yeah. they crush you to death, and then they swallow you Right, okay, okay. Either way, you're dead. Okay. There's no, right. there's not like, they don't do both. Right. Maybe an anaconda would. But you, no, an anaconda just But a snake bite, it, like your blood gets thick S- and you spite. just die. Oh, right, okay. Whereas that spite, have you seen, oh, Slayer, the guitarist from Slayer. Right. Was bitten by a recluse spider. Right. And had necrosis of the arm. Oh, that's and so shit. then died. No. So again, if Slayer can't handle a spider. Should we just rid the world of snakes and spiders? No. Have you seen the world without spiders, how many flies there are? Oh, God, it's just never-ending, isn't it? I could take flies over spiders. Oh, my though. gosh, really? You'd rather die of the plague? Imagine flies a world... Don't... Flies are so annoying. But they don't cause the plague. Do they? Well, they, they just spread no, disease. No, it's the fleas on the rats that spread oh, the disease. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Dr. McKay, <laughs> <laughs> Flies are fine. Right? 
Like, when have you ever been like, oh, good, a bunch of flies. That's a good sign. <laughs> oh, good, many, many flies in one yeah. space. Uh, no, spiders, no, never. spiders are okay, necessary. Okay, okay, okay. Just think of them as Let's little... Do- right, visualise now mm. spiders in your house, mm-hmm. little dogs. No, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. It does not work for me. No, I'm not up for it. Wow, this has been interesting content for the first 20 minutes, isn't it? If only my kids were here now to do their impression of Steve Irwin. Crikey, what Aww. a reptile. That, it's the Irwins. The death of uh, Steve Irwin really affected my dad. Yeah, he's a national treasure. Yeah. An yeah. international treasure. He's an international treasure. Don't downplay it. International. Murdered but he died doing what he loved. In cold blood by the bloody animals he was out there trying to protect. They went, didn't do it in cold blood, they just did it by accident. Uh, it stabbed him in the heart. By accident. Oh, what, like, oh, Steve, yeah. Steve, can I get an autograph? That's how I like to manage, like, like, imagine it. <laughs> For fuck's like, sake, oh. Ken, you killed him. <laughs> yeah, that's how I imagined it. Bless him. What a way to go, eh? Stabbed through the heart by a... I bet stingray. he was like, it's not his fault. Yeah, a thousand percent, he'd be like, it was like, my yeah. fault. He'd just be like, don't be mad at them. Yeah. I'm really sad thinking about this. Yeah. I think I th- we just need to call it. Should we just stop today's episode? <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll do a caveat of like, today's episode is dedicated to Steve Irwin. And now you've set the pressure of like making it an amazing episode. Oh my God. No. Like it's going downhill now. Good work, Mickey. Sorry, everyone. But do you want to just take 10 seconds to remember Steve Irwin? Yeah, for sure. Everyone pause now. Everyone's closed his eyes. Just for the record, it's Mickey laughing whilst I diligently... Everyone knew it would be me laughing. Yeah, I was just thinking about my favourite Steve Irwin memories. Yeah, I'm thinking of all that joy he bought me. So do you I'm watch, laughing do you because... Watch their good, show, was, do you watch his kids' no. show? His son is... I would go so far as to say Robert Irwin is almost better Stop at it. being Steve Irwin. Stop Steve it. Irwin. He's incredible. Oh my God. That's he's a so bold good. claim. He's amazing. And he's in Dino Dana. Oh... Have you not seen him on Jimmy Kimmel? No, I haven't seen him. Oh, I have seen him on Jimmy Kimmel, actually. With Kevin Hart. Jimmy! Yeah! (laughs) Yeah, no, I have seen that. Robert Irwin's. And Bindi is now married and expecting a baby. Yeah, I did see that. And my kids cry every time they watch the video of it because they're so happy for her. Oh my God, that is the most awesome thing I've ever heard. And then you ask her to do her impression. She's like, a koala's been run over. (laughs) Not Bindi Irwin. She doesn't need to do an impression of herself. No. My kids. Oh. Yeah. How do you want to follow this up then? I don't know. Can Got we get anything? sponsored by the Irwins? What coffee have you been drinking? Um, I am drinking a coffee that my friend sent me from Bournemouth. I think it's Sounds called, bougie. I think it's called Shaka. You think? Yeah. Or it's called Shaka. Or like the... Shaka the or The roast is Shaka. Like, or the brand is like Shaka. Like Shaka. Do you want me to go look? Yeah. I'll go look right now? Yeah, yeah you do oh, that. Okay. I'll narrate. Okay. What one am I drinking? <laughs> I've been uh, treating myself to a co-op yeah. number four. Co-op number four. And I'll be honest, I've been on a not eating or I've just been drinking black coffee in the morning. Wait, so hold on. Let me just not get intermittent straight, fasting, I but it is intermittent fasting. Do get stressed about this. Have you, are you not eating in the morning? I don't really eat until the evening. Right. Um, but I was like, oh, I'll just, just have black coffee. Um, and then I um, used that. There's an influence on Instagram that would argue not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> bring on, bring it, <laughs> test my blood sugar. Okay. 
It would just be like you'd put one of those things on me. Also, how stressful is it really to take a blood test? Give over. (laughs) Anyway, and I also think that was propaganda to sell the idea. Like, I'll be honest, eating food at a meal is not a revolutionary. That's not anything that hasn't been talked about before. Also, let's just... Right, okay, this is going off the subject, but... There's a lot of things going on in your environment that could also affect these things. So things like stress and what you're doing in that day. And then I just think that they are just trying to pick the nichest things yeah, to be like, yeah, picking. it's just this thing. But anyway, black coffee in the morning. Yeah. Um, so I was drinking dark arts, dark arts. I've been drinking dark arts, dark arts coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, um, but I use it all up and it's really nice as black coffee, like a pour over. What, number four? No. No, the dark arts one. Yeah, and so I was like, I'll just it. have number four. No, number four definitely needs like some sort of milk. Yeah, <laughs> I, could, like, to, I could like, tell you that edge, before you did it. Edge off it. Yeah. So, no, my, the but coffee I'm drinking. More concerning is now I've drunk enough of it. And I'm like, yeah, this is fine. Oh, no, you've got to that point. Yeah. Oh, dear. No, the coffee I'm drinking is, is the Brandish Acker, the roast, the blend, the roast is called Bad Hand and it's really delicious. Mm. So, shout out Smithy for sending that to me. Very nice, nice of her. I'm tempted to buy uh, some of the shares shaders. in dark arts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I was actually thinking ever. about this. I might um, buy a bag of shares. I'll get you one. I'll buy it tomorrow. No, you don't. Oh, I'll, yeah, you order it. Yeah, I'll, there we are. Cool. Excellent. So there we are. That's good. That's good admin that we've just done here. Um, but I, it, so yeah, I've grown. I'm welcoming our arty farty coffee into my life. That's mm-hmm. not just black. Don't mind it. Fruity coffee with tones. Mostly because I ordered that one that someone complained to Dark Arts about, about it tasting too much like bubblegum. Oh, and then they were like... And I was like, how can this possibly be too much like bubblegum? And I traced it, and it's like, I, I cannot explain it. It's bubblegum. What like, one is it? Not like... Uh, <laughs> I never know the names oh, of them. Okay. But it was wild. Was it? Yeah, it was amazing, but the strangest tasting coffee hey. I've ever tasted. But not like the normal orangutan coffee. Mm. I don't just like... I don't care about citrus notes in coffee. No, I just want coffee, really. Yeah. Like, straight up. Like, don't faff about with it. But this one's supposed to have weird things in it as well, but it doesn't taste like weird I things. just go for the ones that say chocolate, because that just generally means burnt. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, fair. So, yeah. Um, but I'm, I think I'm also going to revisit Bay Coffee Roasters. I enjoyed uh, that before. I saw someone And they got some on-point branding. Oh, nice. I've I'm never a, tried. If you've got a good sticker, I'll buy you coffee. Like, if you've got a good brand in, I'll buy whatever you're selling. Hmm. Which, but then also, this could segue. I, but also, there's, like, why is it a thing that you still have to look to see if it's fair trade? This is the issue. Why is it not just, like, hey, you're not allowed to sell coffee that's, like, mm. made at the expense of, like... Why Poor is that people. not like the thing? The, the, this is the thing that like bothers me in supermarkets and stuff is that in fact you have to seek out the good things, but the bad things are like in your face. Yeah, like that's what is frustrating about. Then you'd be um, like, oh, I bought this and it's Rainforest Alliance, which is green and looks exactly like the fair it's trade. Not and they're fair like, trade. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, all this means is like it came from a rainforest. <laughs> Could even be a bad no, it's but so like even fair leading. trade means they only have to buy the farm only has to produce x amount so say it makes a hundred tons of coffee mm. you, only 30 of it needs to be fair trade that's so annoying and then the rest of it they can be like we're not paying you properly oh for, for god's sake that's really annoying it's like when you say <laughs> things are like organic or when they're like they're free range it's like 
Isn't the... Don't get, like, do you want to open this? No, like, the, the, we're... Let's not get into this. Like, we when both are we gonna, know. Do we need to do, like, a we don't need second to do a, podcast to rant about? We don't need to do a vegan propaganda podcast. Like, we probably do enough of that in everyday life. We yeah. don't need to record it. Are you going to eat that, are you? Oh, nice. No, to be fair, I don't ram it down people's throats, but... No, it's just but not I, beating the, me. I have noticed that I am... I'm, right, it doesn't before make me angry. you carry on, can you please move that cup away from the edge of that table, please? It's really putting me on edge, and it's one of my favourite mugs. Stop that! No, put it right in the. Owen, stop it now! Owen, <laughs> so fucking stressful. Fine, but you will buy me a thank you. I'm moving it away from you entirely. Okay, carry on. Have you bougie mug back? It's my word of the day. Boom yeah, you've used it so many times. Okay, carry on. Cacao. Cacao. Carry on. <laughs> there it is. Okay, go. Cacao. <laughs> um, well, you've thrown me right off. Sorry. Oh, so um, the more it goes along, I have no issue with anyone doing with it, but it just baffles me how easy it is to not think. Yeah, no, I completely agree. The fact you don't really need to think about where your food comes from at all. Like the idea of like, you can just, like buying ninety nine p burger and take two yeah. bites of it and three, you know, and and I I think it's I assume certain people are going to be switched on to it and then they're not. So not firing shots at them, but no, the, the people that work for Moment, like the cool hipster, yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, I just smashed a McNugget meal, and I'm like, what? Yeah, it's weird that isn't it? Like people that you and expect like young, more from. But it's, it's, I just assumed if you were under thirty. That you'd just be... Vegan? Yeah. Part of the woke twat club? <laughs> yeah, basically a woke twat. Yeah. No surprising how many under 30s are not part of that club. And it's not even, you know... It's anyone's business but the, but mine. No. <laughs> but it's just weird that it's not the that people eat meat. It's that it's just so... Yeah, I, my, I think it's just the idea like you people... It's, it's a steak, it's not an animal. Yeah. But my issue is like I don't care if people... like. I don't care and not buy shit quality meat. Like if you're going to eat meat, go and support a local butcher who is getting it from a nice local farm as opposed to just going to Tesco's and buying like the cheapest pack of chicken. Like, think yeah, but that more. Can, yeah, but that's, if you can't afford it, this no, is the problem. that's true. That is true. You know, it's like, it's, it's not about, for me, it's just more about like just accepting, like just being aware that you consuming something that was sentient it's not a, it's not an issue with like eating it it's just i think it's that it's just a throwaway commodity it's weird yeah like as in i i've just done it for so long now that i'm like oh gosh people don't consider that and then when this you, i'm already hating myself here yeah, myself yeah. To say these but then when you say stuff. to someone like oh, a pig is like a dog people are like i don't want to hear it yeah of course so people not. switch off from it as well so it's not just an ignorant like it well it's not just ignorance by ignorance it's like ignorance by choice but sometimes. we can transition this to a much more palatable thing to be woke about okay no, like there's levels of what i think people will listen to this and be like yeah i'm okay with being woke and they're like whoa <laughs> veganism oh god they've gone down the veganism F- fuck off now um, yeah <laughs> completely right so piss off with your <laughs> soybean it's so true Carry uh, on. next subject fast fashion let's get back to it oh. so uh i haven't done any research on this but i did see someone's in trouble because they were like doing an ad some famous person that i didn't know who it was do you know the name no they're famous they're oh, a, they're a woman okay is doing some 
oh, I'm proud to be an ambassador for the Primark range to make fashion affordable. Right. And they've been called out because they're like, hey, fuckface, any T-shirt that's £3 is not sustainable. Somewhat, like at the end of the day, places like Primark, if you're selling... a, I can't buy a blank T-shirt from a wholesaler for £3 and they're knocking out printed custom-made shirts like someone had to make that yeah so it's, it's always going to be a, and there's also a really complex argument of are you searching for it yeah there's a complex argument of you know this is where we're at in the world where it's like well actually garment workers in third world countries are better paid that's how low we've set the bar it's like well working 19 hours a day for 20 pounds a month is better than nothing mm-hmm well that's just yeah it's laura whitmore who is the host of love island um i don't like she was all she was unveiled as the new hashtag primark cares ambassador which is the funniest hashtag ever because let's be honest primark doesn't fucking care but they're gonna virtue signal that they do care but they don't care at all they sell really cheap clothes that people buy with yeah but it's also with the view and it's not like it's not like i've never been in the store or anything but it's the idea of like it's disposable it, the idea of fashion is mm. fucking crazy when you think about it it's like yes it's a it's a really weird isn't, one isn't so the I'm clothing not, like, industry like the biggest polluter um is it there's yeah it's huge amounts of issues oh, it, but it's just and it like i get it i like buying clothes yeah i don't but like, I, I used to love buying clothes and, and i still get excited when i'm like i need mm. a new jacket and i will spend three years <laughs> picking which one it is without it we you know it's like oh well i need a new like the fucking influencers who are like doing shopping hauls yeah this baffles me it completely baffles me so i follow someone on instagram who i kind of know but don't really know so she's just reached like ten thousand followers on instagram and what she does is that she buys hauls from places like Zara. And then she shows you how to pair the hauls with different clothes. And like she creates looks and stuff. But it's like relentless. It's like every two or three days. Like it's it's not for everyone. But it's like I don't understand where she's getting the money from to be doing like 300, 400 pound hauls every day. And then encouraging other people to be like, oh, if you just buy... 40 of this jacket at like 15 pound it's a complete steal so why are you not doing it and like encouraging others to like get into that cycle of kind of just buying for the sake of buying you know she was like the other day she was like oh i've got this jacket it's really nice so i bought it in like 10 different colors i'm like well that just seems like throwaway money to me and it's like it's not that i haven't i'm not speaking like i'm someone that has never engaged in this at all like i've bought stuff from primark i probably will buy stuff from primark um but like the last two years i've made a conscious decision to try and buy a lot less clothes so i only shop on things like depop now if i can um but it's like it's really hard to do but when you've got people on social media being like just buy 10 of this jacket for 10 pounds but it's also just normal it's like normal if you weren't a woke twat yeah, well, just, why would like, you question you'd just be it? like, oh, I just go to town on the weekend, spend some money. Exactly. Oh, it's like amazing. I can get like so much stuff for 50 quid. But mm. unless you're like thinking about where it's coming from, it's the same with your food. Like unless you think about where it's coming from, you're not really going to be wise to it and try and change your behavior in that way. 
it's an interesting one the fact like fast fashion is something that i think is becoming people are raising more awareness of it and people are trying to do better with it but i think places like like boohoo and pretty little thing are still like too appealing to people to not engage with them especially like young girls yeah well it's it's part of society it's it's just the it's the norm yeah well like pretty little thing did a sale and they were selling tops on there for like 20p and it's like how can you sell this for 20p if you're paying your workers the right amount of money and then it was like companies like pretty little thing i think i touched on this when i when we when i had the international women's day around but like boohoo and pretty little thing then did things being like oh you're gonna get 50 percent off today because you're a woman using your cheap clothes like how they're not like they should have been we're gonna add 50 percent to all our clothing today so that we can actually pay our workers in our factory a fair wage but instead it's like the other way around and then we all engage with it and think oh this is amazing thank god i'm a woman today because that's going to work out really well for me <laughs> but yeah it's, i don't know it's an interest it's just like not questioning or not thinking about where things come from but we're in a society now that doesn't have to think about that. like everything's so accessible we don't need to think about where it's coming from because it's there whereas if we were still cavemen we'd have to think about where it's coming from and you also probably wouldn't care that much about it. What, if you're a caveman? Well, even if you just were part of a community. Yeah. People would be like, hang on a second, you used all our material <laughs> to make a new blouse. Yeah. But you've got a blouse. What do you need two for? Exactly. Well, I need one in this colour and one in this colour. It's actually the weirdest thing ever when you think about it. But like, how hard is it not it? then to be like cool i definitely like i messaged you yesterday being like stance have done a spongebob collab yeah i was like I'm, them. I'm definitely <laughs> by them but it's like this, this is just so stupid yeah but it, socks are something that you will wear out yeah for sure so you, at some point in your life you're going to need more socks yeah yeah so i you know that's a it's slightly different it's like it's not like you're like bought socks this week gonna buy different socks next week yeah another pair mm. the week after <laughs> thank saying, you for justifying my that, yeah. if i was gonna buy i would buy socks every week mm. well thank you for trying to justify Check out these bad boys what, have you, what ones have you got on ramones oh very nice bleach yeah mm. yeah it's a weird one fast fashion yeah fix it come on <laughs> <laughs> fix it i don't know where you would even start because even companies that are like now doing all we do sustainable ranges if you if you like it's again it's that thing of it only makes it sustainable if like 10 percent of the material on the t-shirt is sustainable mm. so in fact nothing about it is sustainable but they're allowed to call it that it's mm. it's a minefield yeah, exactly it, it's a, it's, it is a minefield. it's that the only way to lead culture is the leaders to be like we need the rock to be like, hey, stop buying. I keep saying the rock, but yeah, isn't he the most famous person on the planet? Yeah, isn't he like the most followed person on Instagram or something? That's probably been overtaken by someone. No, it's not. It's Kylie Jenner. What? Oh, Kylie, Kylie, <laughs> Kylie Jenner. Yeah, um, you need people like that to be like, okay, I'm not going to buy clothes for a year, and then other people be like, yeah, cool, okay, I'm going to do that too. No, but, but you, they, they are the people that are like get called brave because they wore a tracksuit out oh my god <laughs> so it's you know yeah that's so true yeah it is a minefield but i think a good step forward is being like i'm not gonna buy anything new this year or like new in the next three months that's how like i tried to do it and I, I think that was massively helped but i think yeah it is i don't really have an issue with people buying stuff because 
it's hard, isn't it? Like Patagonia are actively like, hey, don't don't buy our stuff. Mm. But they have to because yeah. they have employees and making stuff. It's just, I think it's all, oh gosh, it's all mindfulness, isn't it? It's just being measured with stuff and understanding that everything has a cost to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and I think... Yeah, it's like there's nothing wrong with buying new stuff. I just think it's just really making me happy. On the flip side, you could be like, I need to be sustainable. I'm going to replace my entire wardrobe with sustainable clothes and go out and shop more, you know? Yeah. But we live in a capitalist world, so Mm -hmm. it's not. uh, Yeah. And, you know. I just think it's like, as long as you're doing it, like. t shirts and selling it. It's not. I just think it's just about the fact that it's not. You're an outside perspective to think of that or mm-hmm. people are aware of it and they're like yeah but yeah just like the the like whole thing think, that's happening is i think if disney stopped doing collabs we'd be fine <laughs> yeah please that would be stop a big cool start for me thank you yeah. if everyone could just stop collabing with really cool companies i will stop buying clothes but until oh, i think then, the hundreds have got a really good one coming out it's very annoying yeah let's stop it but yeah like is the, the people that are like doing the hauls that frustrate me and it's just baffling but then i think you know because we're all in this weird information overload you know we in terms of this if we wanted to strike up a dialogue this is the conversation we want to have and Mm. if we're like hey we're going to do we'll go on instagram we'll ask questions about this this is not reflective of any of you listening to this, but like mm. the internet as a whole, we would get way more interaction if we said, is it pre-mark or primark? Yeah. It's primark. We've had this conversation before. Yeah, we have, but that's a more yeah. that's more likely to engage people than do you, do you know, know the top how you're much wearing? it costs me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think but I think we could impose things like, hey, pre-mark, primark you are responsible for repairing any clothes you own You'd over be, three years. Well, they would. you would immediately turn around back into that shop and take and say, can you fix this? Or they'd be like, fuck, we better make clothes that are actually... Yeah, like, that's the, the other thing. Yeah. And then they'd probably just go back and beat all the workers, be like, make oh. it better for no more money. <laughs> and we just make yeah. the world worse. Yeah, probably. Come on, let's get to your notes. Now get I've, to my I've notes. rented enough. Okay. Okay, here's my notes. I've actually got some questions for you to answer. Crikey. Mm. Okay, don't know if you know, but it's been a year of lockdown. Do you know that? I've written a whole script about it. Do you want me to just read the it's script? A, no, 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 save it. Put it down. Um, it's been a whole 365 days since I we went into lockdown. You missed it. You should have gone with, it's been one year since uh, the lockdown. I'm not that quick. Um, yeah, so 365 days of that three-week flatten the curve that we were told about last year. Um, so, what are your thoughts, feelings, and emotions <laughs> okay. about being in a lockdown for a year? Well, I'm the wrong person to ask because it's... N- I've had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's not that, but just, you know, my bar of gold is too heavy kind of problems. Mm. Like, it, it hasn't been that personally that difficult yeah it's an interesting one isn't it i feel like so many people have had so many different so it's experiences not my, of it's, it. it's literally like i feel like it's not my place to talk on it yeah like it hasn't been easy but i but also like and I, I i can't say i'm glad it's happened because tens and tens and tens of mm-hmm. thousands of people have died unnecessarily 
because yeah. of our bungling government. The biggest pe- frustration is seeing the potential for change and people being like, oh, wanting to change and then knowing it's not going to happen. Yeah. I bumped into one of my friends because we we're all allowed out to a certain distance now. And they said that their favorite part was the first super strict lockdown. Yeah. Because they'd go out once a week to buy stuff from the shop from a butcher they run a business and they had to go to a butcher to get certain products and they were like that hour was like really special and like Aww. they were locked in the house and they you know they had a, a new daughter mm-hmm. not they didn't buy a new daughter like their daughter's <laughs> picked it up from the butcher <laughs> like she's like nine months old or whatever so they just had loads of like really good quality time and it was sunny mm-hmm. and he was like it's the happiest i've ever been yeah but also he runs a really stressful business and now they're like we don't want to go back yeah, to how it was before. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that leads me on to my next question. Any <laughs> shout out, take backs or apologies from the last <laughs> 365 days? Shout outs. Take backs take or backs apologies. Or, well, I can apologize for <laughs> the joke I cracked at lunchtime today. Yep. Fair enough. I've owned that. Mm-hmm. Uh, ah, like I could apologize for something daily. I'm a, do first. I do think I, I look back and I'm like I've squandered a year. Yeah, it's it's weird, isn't it? So I was like, there are so many things that I'm like, oh, I'm really glad I've done that. But then also things where I've been like, it's been 365 days where I could have been more productive or I could have done this. But then, but it's it's controversial, isn't it? It's like, hindsight, ev- isn't it? Everyone's experience is different. Personally, I I just don't think unless you've really completely left that home environment, or, you know, if if you haven't had like, if it's just been hard because you've not been allowed to go and do stuff i just don't think it's been helpful to wallow in it yeah like we're like if if you're not nothing's going to change you're definitely stuck in for x amount of time what's wrong with being like hey maybe i could do something with this yeah or like try and channel the energy that you've got being annoyed at something into something a bit more positive something like that yeah mm. but that you know that's just who like who we are as people like yeah. and anytime you talk about it it feels like you're breathing in the rarefied air mm. of like oh, you fucking plebs not uh <laughs> not sorting your life out over lockdown but let's not kid ourselves the people that are like you don't like i see it all the time and i agree like surviving a pandemic you know, you don't need to have achieved anything. You're just surviving. I'm also like, uh, not everyone has been just surviving. Some people have been paid 80% of their salary yeah. to stay at home and have been complaining. And basically their life hasn't changed that much. They've flouted the rules. They've done what they, like I was laughing when they said, oh, it's just now stay local. <laughs> I was like, some people are going to need a fucking passport because they've been going <laughs> hundreds of miles anyway yeah and that's fine like it's not i but don't like care I, so it's just i read something that obviously the government are anticipating that you're already up to that level anyway so the government are already being like oh, everyone's already hanging out with two other people and going for walks so if we say that people are now going to do the next step up do you know what i mean so they're already anticipating that you're already breaking the rules to a certain extent so they're, and like, they're like oh you you'll be fined five grand if you leave the country unless you own a second house abroad then that, it's, that's that, okay is that yeah. the oh my god that's so unless funny. you have a real reason like you know checking in on your fucking chateau well i mean you've got to check in on the chateau you might have got some post 
In which case, you need to open that post. It could be something very important. It's a class war. Like you could, you, your wine merchant might have gone out of business or something. So yeah, I don't think, and I think a lot of the people that would be like, well, I, you know, I haven't achieved stuff and I've really struggled. Fuck you, Owen. If you actually looked at them, I bet they have. Yeah. I think they're just being self-critical. I think those people, you know, I just mean the people that have done fucking nothing. Mm. And that's fine. That's up to them. But I don't think it's helpful to just be sad and dwell. If the time's going to, you're never getting this time back. Yeah. It's gone. Mm Mm-hmm. So you may as well channel something or try and look at the opportunities in it. And that's like a fucking la-di-da-di, like blue sky thinking way of looking at Mm. it. But, well, what's your other option? Just be sad for a year and then you're still going to be the same age. You're still going to be that much closer to death. Yeah. It's the opposite of momentum. Oh, no, it's it's the very embodiment of momentum, Mori. I've just thought every day (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) die at some point. Yeah. But then you're losing that opportunity to be present in whatever's going on around you at that time, which is a very, like, like douchey thing to say. Okay, but I'm going think... to take my own advice here. So I've wanted to make a video on this, and I've overthought it so much. So I'm just going to pull a pin and do it now. Make a video, an audio video. No, oh but, God. like, I've I've wanted to say this, and I've... <laughs> Mickey's getting nervous now. Well, I am, yeah. No, but, like, the idea of... And I probably still, like, I don't know. I, I just No, think, you need to do the video. Like, stop trying to get out. No, no, no I'm going to, no, I'm going to say it. Okay. Because chances are I won't. So. No, you are. For me, one of the things I think we should hold in mind, and the, the disclaimer to this is, I know some people have genuinely not got the capacity to thrive right now. And this is, take it, if you know that you have done, like, that this has been terrible for you, I, I have all the time in the world for you. But for many of us, my opinion is like, um, what if this is the hardest thing you will ever have to face in your life? Now, chances are it's not. Unfortunately, life is likely to throw way more shit your way. One in two of us is going to get cancer, which is pretty sobering when there's two of us on a... <laughs> on a podcast it's you it's me <laughs> <laughs> anyway um it what if this is the hardest thing you ever have to endure now we as a society love nothing more than to look at inspiring people overcoming hardships throughout history we love a story of like the plumber in going into the ghettos and smuggling Jewish children out in her tool bag and training her dogs to bark at the guards and the resistance fighters and the activists and the people that have overcome hardships in their life to become successful story. We love it. We share those stories all the time. Like, well, this right now, you are writing your own history. Mm. And how you act and what you've done over the past year unfortunately is a measure of you as a person yeah and that's really fucking harsh to hear and again that that's not to say if you find it hard you're a bad person that's just where you're at with it but for the people that have had all their kind of is it maslow's hierarchy of needs or laslow that's maslow um hierarchy of needs taken care of this is on you mm-hmm. So, like this is like if you want to know what you're going to do under pressure is this 
Yeah. That this is telling you how you've dealt with struggle. And for many of us, I'm like, fuck. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, going forward, what, what are you going to do? And I guess some people will be like, well, it's not bad. Maybe that's the problem. It hasn't been hard enough. Yeah, but how, like, what do you mean? Like that some people rise to the challenge in really dark times. And mm. this has just been sort of gloomy. So it's been, it's been a slow... It's like a slow burner, yeah. Chinese water torture type thing, and that. But I feel like a shit bag for saying it, mm. and I don't think it of like anyone individually. I just think for myself, like I'm gonna look back and be like, "You're an absolute plonker. You could have yeah. stepped up. You could have been a better dad. You could have been a better human. You could have done so much more." And like at these times, you see. And like there's people, like we can't all be these people, but all of us could name someone that's done amazing stuff. There's been a lot of virtues, but like there's people that have like rallied round and, and I've not. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the level of like, I really hope this is the hardest thing anyone has to endure. I know it's not. And I think people need to look at that and be like, okay, I should probably seek out more discomfort and more yeah. challenge now. Like they say, um, you need to like test the boat when there's not a storm. That's not the phrase, but you know, like you need to, you need to put yourself in right, difficult situations you, yeah, yeah. when you feel amazing mm-hmm. and, and seek discomfort, embrace that stuff. And like, yeah, it's funny to make fun of like the fact that like going in the sea now is the new, you know, whatever. But it, yeah, at, at least people are starting to try and seek some sort of like discomfort because yeah. I just think with all the advances we've got, life we, life is still going to become harder to deal with. So that's my rant. But I just think it's it's one of the things that you'd have to put out and the people that hear, there's people going to hear it one of two ways. Yeah, or yeah, it's interesting. Fuck you, you, fucking fuck. Fuck you for telling me this wasn't that hard. Yeah, and it like it, it, but like the people that have really struggled will take it as an attack, Mm -hmm. and it's definitely not aimed at them. No, not at all. And that's not me trying to worm my way around it. But sometimes you have like, I think the I I literally have this dialogue. Like I hear this like speech in my head every Mm -hmm. day, and it like gnaws at me to be like, you should say this, and like. I'm like, well, yeah, I'll just say it now. Yeah. And you can now be like, yeah, you were wrong. (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. I think it's all, but it's all a matter of perspective, isn't it? I think Mm. like, so I had to have a, like, so I shifted my perspective into like, so I was really struggling with not going home. So I had a conversation with someone and was like, okay, let's shift the perspective on this. So it's not that I can't go home right now. It's the fact that I don't, haven't had to go home, which is like a huge positive that in a global pandemic, I haven't been forced to break rules to go home because something terrible has happened. So like being able to like shift your perspective and look at it, even though it is really shit, there is like some sort of silver lining to it where you're like, okay, well, I haven't had to break lockdown rules to go and see someone because of X, Y, and Z, or I haven't had to do this. You know, like I have been able to sit at home and spend time with people that I um, care about you know that might have been a struggle on some days but has it been a struggle every single day has it just been a bit shit that you can't 
go and meet your mates in the pub in the pub for a pint is it like is I suppose it's just the kind of perspective you take on it for some people it's been soul crushing that they can't go to the pub every night but then I think it's again like the question of well why is this such an issue for me like why can't I be at home and again it's like that whole difficult conversation you've got to have with yourself because then you're like well is it my surroundings like do I need to change them like Mm. should there be something I'm having to fix here for me to be happier in those environments but yeah I think it's the way you kind of look at it and you can like people are naturally optimistic people are naturally pessimistic but I guess trying to have some realistic perspective over it would help was it your dad and did he say like well if you don't eat it I know loads of kids in third world oh countries. My it's, it's, God. it's basically that the new version of this. That wasn't my dad that used to say that. My nan used to say it all the time. Like, there are children in Africa that would Yeah, kill and then you get really sassy and you're like, oh, I'll post it to them then. Oh, my Why God. Why don't you send them my dinner? It's like you've heard eight-year-old Mickey. Yeah. But, you know, no one... Okay, when you're having a hard time, no one... And this is coming from the... I am that, I am that person that's always like... When someone's having a hard time, I'm like, yeah, but, you know, you're not a Brazilian street child. Mm. When you're having a hard time, you don't want or need to hear that. (laughs) No, not at all. But it is exactly the time you need to hear it. Yeah, for sure. And there are qualified brain doctors that are sharing things on social media that totally tell me I'm wrong on this. So I do default to that. You know, I know it's not helpful, but I think that's what I mean. You need to think about that when you're good. And this is not, some people have way more complex minds. Mm -hmm. But for your regular day-to-day person, I think that level of like people who struggle with gratitude as a practice because it seems really wishy-washy and it's like, well, how many times can I say I'm grateful to have a house and a family? I'm like... (laughs) Every single day. It's like, "Mm." Uh, you know, it's the same thing of like just there's always someone having a word like your worst day someone's dreaming of yeah i know yeah absolutely but i do worry i do worry about the fragility of us all and i'm like a wet wednesday half (laughs) the time but the you know can i just say that wasn't me doing that face because you are that was me being like oh yeah i am too yeah that just i just think it oh so bad exactly they should have like what we should demand and like the problem is we just don't demand different like what if yesterday if it was the anniversary yesterday it was just a like back-to-back kind of record breakers episode where they were like oh look at all these awesome things that have happened we solved this problem this person did this yeah like a good news channel should we start that no no we'd last an hour (laughs) we've like we've seen this fucking snake (laughs) going through the door yeah exactly but yeah no i think it's hmm. i do agree with you on some level i do but i do think it has been oh, genuinely thanks. hard thanks for, no, thanks for validating my views okay. on some level well yeah it's because i do think it has on been hard for people well it's like what's the phrase that everyone started using at the start that i was like oh this is a really annoying phrase but it does make sense it's like we're all in the same storm but we're not all in the same boat mm. so like some people are having a really hard time and some people should be cruising through this phase but they're like oh my my tv isn't big enough for all the netflix i want to watch do you know what i mean like it's yeah and it, i think it's definitely shown that human but it's that having the space and the com the time you know we're really lucky that we spend time talking <laughs> fuck it no one else is lucky but we're lucky that we <laughs> spend time talking about these things to have the space to explore this and like 
I don't, you know, call each other out on the idea of what can you, what do you appreciate? What have you learned that you appreciate from this? Mm. And then question like, should that be something I appreciate? Is it a good thing that I appreciate that? Yeah. You know, like what can you take from this going forwards? And like the whole new, people are like demonizing the like new normal. I'm like, okay, well, what if it was like better normal? Yeah. The people that are burnt out working from home, I'm like, hold your horses. Imagine you're working from home, but you could do everything else. Mm. Does that change it for you? Yeah, that would completely change everything. Like, because you're sick of working from home because it's the same place you are 24-7. Yeah, exactly. What if you were working from home and you could start work at 6 a.m., finish at 2, and just go to the beach? Exactly. I'm pretty sure you'd love working from home. Yeah, definitely. Whereas if you're in the office at 2 p.m. and you start changing into your beach, like, like, I finish for the day and your boss like they're always going to find something else for you to do. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think if, yeah, it's, if you were allowed to like go to the pub at five. They do, yeah, but they don't want you, the, the the powers that be do not want people to work out that it's all a f- fucking rigged game. Mm. There, most of us will spend our entire life working to survive not on like a breadline level, but just yeah. And again, like someone else did another analogy of like the difference between a million and a billion, and it's it just blows my mind too much to comprehend. It's something like if you earn a million pounds a day, it would take you a thousand years. No, a thousand de- no, is it a thousand days to earn a billion? Oh, okay. And some people have a hundred billion. Oh my god, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. A million pounds a day. I bet some of them have been like locked down. For is the worst years. time yeah. of my life. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Do you think we will ever stop clapping on our doorsteps? Uh, I'm fucking sick of it. I don't care. Nikki, why are you clapping? I'm not doing it. <laughs> you but can why stop. the fuck are we still saying that this is a thing? Who is still saying? Oh, I, I did know, I went, see someone say. Yeah, I went I on Twitter. I went on Twitter last night. People were like, make sure you're out by your front door at 8 p.m. tonight with a candle to reflect on the last 365 days. Yeah, I'm sure everyone that fucking died really, really cares right now that you all stood out on That's your That's the physical step. embodiment of thoughts and prayers. <laughs> there we go. How about we change it to pitchforks and flaming torches and we storm down in street? <laughs> well, yeah. Like, I just think, I hope. I think I hope we just stop now. I think I hope that was the last one. Just stop doing it. I hate it. What's the point? Why was the, what was the point in clapping for the NHS? Because it turns out no one actually really does care about them. Yeah. So how do we just demand change? Clapping, I, I like clapping no, your doorstep. The, you know, for everyone who's out there now, giving it the whole oh in Bristol they were naughty and they set a police van on fire. Yes, yes, they did. And if you would like, look, there are wonderful humans working to do their job and losing their life. Like, I, but right now, you, even if you took out all the police officers who are corrupt and did all that, like, took all that out of the equation, what laws are you upholding? Mm. Like, the government are actively now trying to repel, like, trying to repeal asylum seekers' rights. Yeah. It, it's nuts. Like, that, um, that mummy of, uh, <laughs> uh, the mummy of Preeti Patel, and it's, like, her next to a suffragette, and it's, like, one of these women basically died to allow this woman mm-hmm. 
into Parliament yeah. to now revoke those very rights. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But also the hilarious thing of like the government being like, oh, it would be okay if it was a peaceful protest, but we're removing the right to have a peaceful protest. And yeah, also exactly. like just the nation the notion of like, oh well, we'll just we'll put fines on your right to protest as if that's gonna stop protesting. Mm-hmm. So you'd be too young, but the poll tax riots I mean, if anyone is doubtful, okay, take the suffragettes out because people will be like, well, that was a long time ago when, you know, life was black and white and, it, you know, that had to change because women ha- it was obvious that women had to have the vote. Well, no, I mean, it, wasn't it wasn't at the time. But I think it's too far away now for people to really understand. But in the 90s, they tried to impose a tax where each household would be built on the number of individuals, which mm-hmm. meant that really rich people would be paying the same as right, okay. really poor mm-hmm. people. And literally the whole of the UK were like, fuck no. Mm-hmm. And they took to the streets. There was a mass refusal to pay, which meant the whole court system got clogged up. So okay. they couldn't possibly take all these people to court because it was tens of thousands of people. Oh my God. And they just rioted mm-hmm. in the streets and they changed the law oh. to a fair one. Yeah. And it's like, well, what do we do? Do we, you know, when you looked at Hong Kong and stuff, the notion that there's like, oh, it's really hard to make change. It's like, oh, is it? Or do we just get every lorry driver in the country to just block the motorways tomorrow Mm. and only let ambulances through? Yeah. Like you could shut down a city. Like if there's 10,000 car owners that wanted to shut down London, they could do it tomorrow. Yeah. Instantly. Park your car and just walk away. They can't tow that many cars. It's very true. If everyone just refused to pay stuff, and it, you know, they think that humans can't organize. Yeah. But I'm not being funny. <laughs> it only takes one Love Islander to get to become a woke twat. Yeah. And be like, Oh, canny idea, lads. Like, <laughs> what? shall we all just, like, aren't they all from Newcastle? Can they just be like, I don't uh, think they are, but okay. Like, shall we all just have a whip run for the NHS? Like, do not mm. pay your fucking council tax next month and give it to a nurse? There'd be nurses walking around with, like, tons of money. Yeah, but that's what Sir Tom did. Yeah. <laughs> In his back garden. How'd that work out for him? He died. And then they cut the pay of the nurses. Yeah, exactly. It made no difference. <laughs> But, no, but but they but could. No, but, no, you, we, but we could shut everything down mm-hmm. if they just refuse to like buy. You know, tell McDonald's like we're not going to buy. A, no one in the UK is going to buy McDonald's for a month unless you tell the government to change it. <laughs> McDonald's will be like, okay. "Don't worry, hold my beer, I got it." <laughs> yeah. Said it before. I'll say it again. The minnows outnumber the sharks. They do a million to one. They do. Mm. but yeah you know it is literally as simple as you can you can stop every like peaceful pro, like it just takes people organizing on mass yeah what, like ha- okay you're gonna fine five hundred thousand people who are attending a protest two and a half grand good luck mm. how many police can they possibly send you know when they like and also at the moment there's still that fear where people will allow people to be arrested there's like 10,000 protesters and 30 cops and they're like yeah let them bundle them away and if you're a police officer 
how long can you be pushed both ways before you just think, actually, I don't believe in this and I'm not going to arrest you? Mm -hmm. The problem is a few of them seem to really enjoy the whole, like, (laughs) did you see the, uh, I don't know, it could be fake news, but there's a a tweet that's been deleted by a BBC journalist that was like, oh, about the protests in Bristol Mm. where they were like, um, chaos erupts on the streets of Bristol. It was a peaceful protest until the police waded in and then Uh, they deleted it. No way. That's interesting. Because they lose their job. But it could be fake news, but yeah, that's interesting. I don't want to get into that too much because... Well, I mean, the hashtag was interesting reading. Just the two different sides that were going on. But yeah. So it's, yeah, it's difficult. Hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's pretty disconcerting if you pull back and you start looking at the stats of like what's going on across the country mm-hmm. when it comes to policing and what they're failing to pick up on within their own ranks. It's not like, it's not one bad apple. That's no. the problem. No, exactly. Come on then, get back to your notes. Um, I've pretty much exhausted all my questions. Um, okay. If you were in a position of power, what would have been the first thing you would have done? Devolve all the power away. What, as soon as lockdown was announced? Like, at the start of lockdown? Or if I would have been in a position of power? Yes. Yeah, I would have just given it over to experts and involved the public. I mean, yeah, that's a pretty obvious one to me. <laughs> yeah, just step away from it. Be like, oh, I'm an MP. I don't know how to, do, <laughs> don't know how to handle this. And then yeah. be like, who's doing a good job? What was that? Sorry. Oh, like shut the border. Like, you know, like whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, no, I completely agree. That was like my first thought. I was When I was writing that question, I was like, yeah, surely this is an obvious one. Yeah, just devolve power yeah. and never take it back. Oh, I mean, they can't let that go, can they? But yeah, that's what I was thinking. Just do, just do what a country that is really successfully doing it. <laughs> just re- replicate that. Mm. Mm. And um, just, uh, yeah, don't lie. And just invest more money so everyone's happy. Mm -hmm. Like I've told you my actual, if you really wanted people to stay at home, I think it was really simple. Well, just pay them to stay at home. But you just say, like, even if you were going to be sort of backhand, but if you told everyone, hey, you're going to get £5,000 cash delivered by the Mm -hmm. army, you just have to be in. Well, didn't they start doing some some sort of thing with that? If if you tested positive and you stayed at... Yeah, 500 quid. 500 quid, yeah. So then people were trying to... It was like, yeah, well, yeah. Like, it's worth going to okay, get cool, it. Okay, cool, I'll go get it. But if, if it was like, if you're in your house when we turn up, you get the money. Mm-hmm. If you're not in your house, you don't get it. Yeah. That's you a know, good way of doing you, it, yeah. yeah. but also, you'd only have to deliver to one house per street for it to be real, and everyone would be like, well, I've got to stay in. Yeah. No one would have left their house for... And even rich people would be like, five grand's enough to stay in. Yeah, for sure. That's a good theory, yeah. And how much would it have actually cost to give five grand per household? I don't know. But like you said, you don't have to give it to every house. Just the house. Or just tell landlords, like, hey, you can't charge rent for six months, but don't worry, you don't have to pay anything Mm -hmm. in this fictitious economy (laughs) that we've created because banks aren't real. Absolutely. And in the meantime, we're sending rovers to Mars. Yeah. For a fraction of the price of a track and trace system. Of an Excel, like, I've been undercharging for my Excel, Excel spreadsheets this whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, then I wrote a question then was like, oh, it's not going to be able to answer this. Of course I can. 
Your most ridiculous lockdown purchase. <laughs> Carl. I was going to say, like, it doesn't have to be, like, I'm not the adult in like, my house that like buys a, stuff. Um, surely there's got to be something in your house. I'm really glad we bought this during lockdown. Is there anything? Well, Carrie would say the Switch I got for Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that is a good one, to be fair. Ah. Oh. Yeah, like we made a deck out the back, didn't we? Oh yeah, of course. That was also in this lockdown. Like, yeah, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a good answer. The questions are done. <laughs> Come on then, tell me about women. Oh. Have you fixed all is that all is that all done now? Can we move on? No, absolutely not. We can No, it's not. That's the point, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But it's gone very quiet on social media again on this. People are less outraged again, so you know. Everyone can stop virtue signaling and pretending they care. Um, hmm. Yeah, nothing has changed. So let's carry on talking about it. Feels like a trend that happens over time. What people get outraged, something small happens as a result of that outrage. Then we're like, cool, that's enough for now. And then in 20 years' time, no, not 20 years, like less than that, yeah. 20 days <laughs> happens mm. again. And then we just get outraged again, try and fix it again yeah it does feel like that doesn't it <laughs> i'm not trying to stoke the fire now but no, no I know, it's just, but yeah. It's just <clears throat> yeah how do you how do you keep the dialogue going without it becoming desensitizing yeah exactly how do you how do you do that but i suppose it's having conversations i mean not just sh- like not just bringing them up for the sake of bringing it up but you know challenging behavior when you feel like it is like just around language and stuff i think that is a really important thing in everyday life that people still use language that if you challenged it then and there in like a friend capacity all right babe chill out oh my god <laughs> don't carry on as a witherings there oh, i just hate i hate that all right yeah. love i'm not i don't know love doesn't offend me as much as the other one did oh that one's so bad all right pet i quite like pet oh my gosh you are part of the problem let me just say that now (laughs) you can't pick and choose no i know there you go there's me being problematic yeah but we just i just think you can't we can't just let them be trends it has to be stuff that we challenge every single day to try and be better and also just you know you can challenge yourself to be what's the thing one percent better every day Mm. And, you can. and it is overwhelming and it does mm. feel like and like i think once you accept you're never gonna know it or, or get it right no exactly I but think you just I, have I think, to be um, open to the level of like it's okay that you're gonna learn that yeah something you're doing is because of the disempowerment of someone else and mm-hmm. there's something you can do about it and you may not know for 20 years but when you do just be like cool i'm sorry yeah let's move forwards yeah i think our friend cole shared something on instagram about you know, like every day I'm just trying to like do a bit better, like educate myself a bit more about certain topics and just try and be a better person. It doesn't have to be like you've read a whole book today, but yeah, it's just, okay, I've done this thing a little bit better. I've decided I don't like the phrase pet, so I'm going to stop using it. Why I, man? What if exactly. this is Geordie though? You're right, uh, pet? You're right, pet? No, it wasn't the Geordie thing. Though. Soon it'll be, you can't do accents though. Hmm. Weekend, because I was like, don't bother you when people repeat your Welsh accent back to you. Because that must be really annoying. 
To me, are you asking me? No, 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 just like as a statement. That must be really annoying. Welsh people tell me that I, I, if I hear myself, I think I sound really Welsh. But Welsh people will be like, you've got a posh I mean, you're not the Welshest person I know, but... Why, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. He said, yes, it is annoying, just for clarification. Oh, cow in hell. What's cow in hell? You doing an impression of, who's it? Is that my accent? No, cow in hell, cow in hell is a Welsh thing. I've never heard that before. It's because you're not Welsh. Okay, there we are then. You've never been deep enough into the <laughs> mines. Oh my God, I heard this amazing thing earlier while I was doing the conference. So we had breakout rooms. Um, all right, so, so just for context, I hosted a conference today. Yeah. <laughs> I hosted a conference today. What day. was the title? Conference. Um, the impact of school closures on the health and well-being of children. Aged between? Uh, eight and eleven. So we had breakout rooms, so I was facilitating a breakout room, and there were two teachers in that room. Humble brag. What? I was facilitating a breakout room in a conference. If I wanted to humble brag, I'd say that I did the main presentation of the conference, which I did. (laughs) 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 Fans have stopped me again. It's really stopped. No, it's fine. Oh, it's still recording. Issue? Okay, so there were two teachers in the room. We were talking about um, like the challenges of online learning and like just some general questions around that. And um, she was like, "Oh, so I'm from a really rural area in Wales. We're really affluent." What are you laughing at? Say what? What from? A, what? I don't know. You just said a word funny. It's just fun. it's Did just. I say rural, rural Wales. <laughs> <laughs> It's really hard, you say it. Rural Wales. Rural. Rural Wales. It's just... I've got so it, many... Why is there so many R's? Rural is... Okay. I was in a non-urban area. <laughs> so, um, and they were saying that... So they're from like quite an affluent school. It's got really low free school meal percentage. Um, and they had really good... Uh, in- have you considered the canteen's just crap? And the kids are like, I'd rather starve. Well, no, they I'm joking. Kids yeah, don't know, buy into free school. Okay, so they were saying that there was, um, they had really good engagement with online learning. Then there was just this random drop off where they were all like, why have our kids all stopped engaging? Lambing season. It was lambing season. <laughs> so all the kids had been dragged out by their parents to help with lambing. And she was like, to be honest, we didn't challenge it because, you know, they're learning amazing life skills. So we left it. But it was really lovely today to hear about the ways that some schools are trying to bring children back into education without damaging them for the rest of their lives. So like a lot of schools are doing no devices. They're not allowed any screens at all. And there's a big focus around play and being outside and stuff like that, which is really good. But they're noticing that even though children are coming back and they're like fitting in really well, like their socialization skills are really bad. So they're saying that they're arguing quite a lot. They're having to do a lot of like, mediating but other than that like it's almost as if that should be the focus on reintegrating children into isn't it but yeah yeah especially if you like an only child yeah for sure well especially if or if like your only interaction has been with a sibling who you can just talk like shit to all the time and there's no repercussions because it's like oh they're your sibling so then you have to go back and i have to be nice to this person it's like it's just stuff i think that a lot of people would overlook as a kid like i think people see in lockdown, I think people have seen that kids, they're just not going to know about it. Like, they don't have a level of understanding about what's going on in the world around them. But it still massively affects them. And yeah, like, and just... But then just to, like, mix that up with the whole thing of 
any sort of talk about like catching up. There is no catching up. Yeah, I know. You've made this up. Stop the stop the dialogue around it and just mm-hmm. be like. But let's be clear, like it isn't schools saying no that's what i mean it's coming like, from it's coming the from education the exactly minister. so like they were saying that at the moment it's really lovely because they feel like they have the freedom to kind of just focus on health and well-being and just try and do certain things better like i'm not saying this is all primary schools but the primary schools that were most vocal today were being like okay we're really trying to facilitate play we're trying to go outdoors quite a lot and that sort of thing but then they were like we're really terrified that we're going to come back in easter and they're going to turn around and be like cool now it's all about assessments so it's just yeah it's a really but it's also really lovely to hear that some schools are valuing that really highly but also for some kids lockdown has been incredible anyway and being away from school has been really incredible Mm. yeah and i just think you know there's still a lot of catching up to do with like how you know i've my kids come out with random facts. I'm like, how do you know that? Mm. And they've observed it in what, you know, if there's a really interesting TV program, I still think, I don't know, I'm sure school is more up with it now, but it still feels like, you know, when you're in school and they wheeled out the TV on the trolley, and you're yeah. like, yes! And then they'd watch, it'd be a video. Did you watch Cat's Eyes? Cat's Eyes? Yeah. Is it about how they make cats? I actually can't remember, I just remember the theme tune. And it was like, Cat's Eyes. <laughs> No. I mean, you were probably watching on DVD. No, I wasn't watching on video. If someone please remembers cat size, can they please message? Also, the woman that went on the plane with her dog. Do you remember that? No, this is your favourite TV programme. No, no, no. no it's it just one... You talked about this before. No, I, I like, haven't. I haven't talked have. about this. I haven't spoken about this. A woman that... Yeah, you have. A woman definitely. that goes on the plane with her dog. Yeah, you have talked about this before. Not on the podcast, to me. And I switched off. Oh, my like, God. Yeah, you were really animated about it. Ah, I had a really good theme tune as well. But yeah, exactly. It was a TV program. And, and it was like the captain. She was the captain of the plane. It was a dog. And you were just around old people who were like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You don't even remember the Y bird. No, I don't. Or play school. No, I do remember play school. No, you remember play school 2.0. You don't remember okay. play school where it was literally a soft toy that didn't move. <laughs> okay. And Floella Benjamin. No, I don't remember that. No, of course you don't. Because you're 12. Okay. Anyway, but why are they not, you know, I just think... Why are they not wheeling out the TV and putting no, on... I don't think kids should just be watching TV, but they should learn and be like, oh, actually, you can do fun stuff... Mm-hmm. And it's engaging rather than sitting like. No, I'm not even going to get into this because I'm not. No, it is really hard. I feel like this is a, again another podcast episode, but we did do a deep dive into this and then got shouted at. But um, <laughs> it is a completely different Hashtag podcast. Not still listening, probably. So it's absolutely fine. not. Um, but yeah, we'll do another podcast episode on this. But yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll ask her. I keep bumping into um, teachers. The recording of my conference will be up online, so I can. <laughs> I'll do an impression of it now. No, why? Just be funny. No. Okay. Right, looking at rural areas. <laughs> no, because we didn't do any rural. I can't believe how many R's are in rural. Two. It sounds like it's a lot more. When you say it, yeah. <laughs> hmm. I've put like an extra four R's in it. What have you been listening to? Um, hmm. What have I been listening to this week? Oh, I made an amazing discovery this week. What vinyl have you bought this week? I haven't bought any vinyl this week. Oh, Kerry bought Arctic Monkeys. Oh, we talked about that last week. Um, I made an amazing discovery this week, which I told you about. 
So I was listening to the Amazons. Yes. And then um, I caught a glimpse of the album artwork on Spotify and was like, I definitely recognise where that is. And it turns out it's Three Cliffs. So at the bottom of Kevin Bryn, there's like this really nice house. Yeah. Flat-roofed house, big glass that overlooks like Three Cliffs. Yeah. And I'm convinced it's probably... Oh, a thousand percent. would go and hang out and record yeah i think well it does but it does say like we stayed in three cliffs so i would presume it would be there mm. but yeah so that was really cool and i felt really proud of myself because i'd put it together by myself like no one told me that like a musical detective i know that's what i felt like and which is weird because one of your favorite bands is the pigeon no, detective so that's really cool on saturday no joke ko is like what's that band you really really like is it the pigeon detective <laughs> And you were like, no, it's the Hoosiers. And I was like, I can't be angry at you because you're genuinely trying to remember what my favourite band is. But did Owen tell you to say that to me? What did the Pigeon Detectives Stop say? Stop it. Is it CCTV? That song about CCTV? No, that's not. not Who's that? Uh, Hard Fight? <laughs> it's all the same. What, what? Yeah. Name a Pigeon Detective song. Uh, I think it's that one can make you pretend in like she did kind of i actually don't up. know yeah exactly okay but Who's i don't the like the pigeon detectives kaiser chiefs yeah bet you love a bit of them we've been through this before and i've said it's i don't like funny. kaiser chiefs it's not <gasps> funny someone who doesn't listen to this podcast so it's probably okay that we i don't know if you follow them they were like oh when you're walking on the beach and an absolute banger comes on and you have to dance and it was simply red shut <laughs> up <laughs> and i was i was like Oh my gosh, someone like, and this person's younger than me. I was like, some people actually, like, not like a joke, loving life, listening to, I think it might have been, something got me started. No, are you joking? Oh my God, will you tell me when we stop finishing who it was? Well, if they're listening, they know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. So you listen to the Amazons? Yeah, I listen to the Amazons. Are they good? Yeah, I really like them. What do they sound I like? like? In, I like their first album. I think it's their first album. Of course you do. That's a cool thing to say, isn't it? How many albums have they got? They've got four. Flipping egg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they formed last year. <laughs> no, so like really 20, project- 2007, like their first album ah. came out. Yeah. Um, Never heard of them. Have you not? Never. I don't think you'll like them. But I don't think so either. No. I'll send you one of their songs later. Don't you won't like it. No, don't bother. That's fine. Um, I listen to the Muffs, as you told me to. They're really good. Um, that's so it, really. if you, like, the first time I ever heard the Muffs wasn't the Muffs. It was, and I didn't know for years it was her. So they, they do a really cool cover of Kids in America. Yeah. But one of the best no effect songs, in my opinion, is Laurie Myers mm-hmm. off uh, Punk and Drublick. And there's a bit where the, the, a girl sings a verse with like the most insane kind of growl and it's oh hit. my god i thought i think you've played me this song before and you've said this was like a year ago maybe yeah. mate yeah and then she's in the muffs and the muffs are awesome mm-hmm. yeah yeah so listen to them listen to the amazons um that's it really that's I my weekend conscious music. effort to listen to other music this okay, week okay what did you listen to uh, two bands with the same I name. I literally thought you were about to say Touche Mori then. I did. As a I've, joke. I've and I was like, oh God. And then he, he's got a podcast, Jeremy, mm-hmm. and he recommended someone earlier that I listened to, Julian Baker. And mm-hmm. I didn't, it was really nice. It's, it's like background music to me. Nice. But I think you would, I think you'd like it. I think everyone would like it. I don't know why anyone would not like it. Okay, you said like it quite a lot. Yeah, it's not anything I'm going to be throwing my fist in the air on a dog walk to. 
Okay. But the band, so I found music that I was like, yeah, I could really listen to this this week. And then I was like, oh, I've probably got problems. So, oh. yeah, two Wait. bands, same name. See if you can guess the name. Two bands, same name. Two bands, they both got the same name. Well, that's silly. It's, pretty, it's like the least happy name you could think of. Well, they're called like Depressed or something. Worse. They're, it's worse than Depressed. Is this, is, surely they wouldn't be called Suicide or something, would they? No. Close. What? <laughs> what the fuck? Are they... But there's two bands called Death. One is like a seminal punk band, who, like three black brothers. I think they were brothers. I mean that in the related sense, not the yep. from a white person mm-hmm. racist sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so three black guys started a punk band before punk was a thing. And they're Whoa. amazing. Yeah, okay. Really, really cool. And then when they got signed, reading through the bio on them, when I was doing a bit of research, they were told that they couldn't have the name. And then one of the one of them was like, well, I'm not changing the name. And then they just basically split up. Oh, no way. Yeah, because they weren't allowed to be called Death. Anyway, I listened to them. On what grounds were they not allowed to be called Death? Just because it was like too sad? It just like wasn't very commercial. But then there's like a groundbreaking like metal band called death Mm. uh who i love and i revisited so the guitarist chuck shuldener i can't really pronounce his name passed away in 2000 Mm. uh from an inoperable brain tumor but he's like like dave Grohl was on a fundraising album for him back then it's like it's really hard to explain they're huge and massively influential there's like a japanese cover band that still exists to this day that play gigs as death. Oh, just them. But I feel like I want to encourage people, if you have never understood death metal, if it all just sounds like noise, they're really good. Like they invented a lot of like this genre. It's super fast, like ridiculously fast, unbelievably technical, but really melodic at times. Yeah. And they're amazing. Uh, oh. Olive's favorite song is mm-hmm. a thousand eyes. Nice. By them. So, <laughs> Like it, it is. So if you take anything away, listen to all of. Yeah, and you can. And it's, but it's the when you first put them on, you're gonna. I guess you could pick the wrong song and listen to. Be like, this is just like noise. Right, fair enough. I'll send you some death metal to listen to. Okay, great. Shredding, and obviously, I've just listened to two shows. Of course, you have. My favorite song of this week has been Method Act. Okay, good. If you're looking for, I think we should just change this. This like this bit too what other than what, Touché Mori no what have I been listening to and what what song of Touche Mori have you been listening to yeah I also listened to Architect, the Architect's new album because everyone, oh, everyone that's, raving yeah, about it yeah exactly and found out that Simon Neal features on there so that was a nice surprise oh the mm-hmm. Architect singer was on the Touche Mori singers podcast no way <laughs> always got a link oh my god <laughs> hey uh, Cole yes Cole's Jack has been listening to Touche Mori. I know. That was the person I told you. I you're said well- someone has been listening ah, to them. You're welcome, Cole's very like, for God's sake, just stop listening to this fucking shit. <laughs> no, that has been highly uh, appreciated by... I mean, I hope in 10 years' time I'm still on the same broken record. <gasps> Chaz from Light Years Ed, they're planning to play again. Shut up. Yeah. That's exciting. That's super exciting. Mm-hmm. Um... My friend sent me camcorder footage. So the steel, every time, the steel, <laughs> the steel are one of my all-time favorite bands ever. Yeah, and just so happens, like one of my friends is now married to one of them. Yeah, 
totally like in just a bizarre set. So it's not bizarre at all. It's love, but like, no, it's bizarre. <laughs> they, 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 we, none of us grew up together or anything okay. as in like the steel and my friend. Um, and then they sent me a text message that they've been like, thought you'd like this. Uh, and it's from their last ever gig on a, ca- and it's a video, a phone recording of a camcorder. Oh playing my back God. That's amazing. But I, I'm conflicted there because to listen to them on Spotify goes against their wishes. I don't believe they want to be on Spotify, but they right. are because of their record label or something. Okay. So I don't like to listen to them on there, but then that means going and getting the vinyl to listen to them because I don't have them on any of my digital devices because I'm old. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's frustrating because I have to go behind my air, my, <laughs> the thing I dry my clothes on is in front of all my records. So I just listen to the same record that's on the whole time, which okay. is always The Misfits. Yeah. Well, there we are then. That's that's my musical journey this week. Excellent. It sounded exciting. You're welcome. Excellent. Hey, 29 next week. 29. Nearly excited about getting good. magical 30. Yeah. Anything else you want to touch on? Yes. Any other business? Any other business? AOB. We've got another review on Apple. Shut up. And it's hilarious. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Go, go read Can it. Can I read it live on yeah. air? Okay. Hold on a second. Right, how do I do this? Okay. <laughs> it's great so content. Excited. This is, well, you're this not is our talking, first one-star review. You're not talking through it. Uh, shall I give like one of those, you know, the picture descriptions? Rock. So again, if you want to be a woke twat, here's something I've never considered. You should be with all your Instagram posts doing an alt text describing the picture. We've got four reviews on here. Yeah, but I've, I've only seen three. I how couldn't do, find the fourth. How do I get on them? No, we've got four ratings. I think three comments. But the... Um, yeah, did you know that? That when you post a picture, you should write a description because for people with visual impairment, they have... Their phone will tell them and describe what the picture is before the caption. And when you use hashtags, someone needs to fact check this, but a deaf person didn't tell me personally, but I read that... When you do hashtags like uh, age is not a number, you should capitalize it because you're... I'm sorry. No, I, no, no. I haven't listened to can't laugh at this thing bit. you've just said. Makes no difference to the, the, the listeners okay. are listening. Sorry. So if you had a hashtag like work hard, stay humble, yes. you have to capitalize it. Work hard. So the, the first letter of work, first letter of... So half yeah. for hard. <laughs> Otherwise, a text reader will just say, work is the humble. Like, they'll see it as one word. Okay. Whereas if you capitalize it, it will go like, work hard, stay humble. If you, so, but oh, it's okay. Like, it's easy with that one. But if it was like, I don't know, uh, think of a hashtag. Like, age is not a number. Yeah. Oh, you'd have to like, capitalize A. Agais, not a number. Got you. Yeah. So, there we go. Do your Fun bit. fact. Because that is Owen's so, oh, social media marketing corner for today yeah, for just 350 pounds a month you can have a whatsapp call and uh i will talk to you about that and also when you do stories a to be inclusive but b just to be if you want to actually most people listen to stories on mute yeah you should close, you caption, should close caption it mm-hmm. lots of people do that now it does make reading the stories much easier hmm. it doesn't help blind people though does it no it doesn't but i guess they, but they would be listening to them aloud well, what about the Helen Kellers of this world? Oh, goodness Are you too me. young to know that? Uh, no, no, I understand. Thank you. I um, just read the review. It's amazing. Thank yeah. you to the happy bowler that left it. Yeah, have, yes. Yay. 
Mickey's proper chuffed. <laughs> made Maz made my day. It's because you at one point were probably like as well. Has he? <laughs> and like, oh no! And what? It's a very just, witty. It's amazing. Yeah. I just for our own entertainment. If you oh could God, review yeah. the show, that'd be great. Yeah, please, but please don't. Pick but I'm the fragile, so don't say anything bad about me. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm more not fragile. really bring it. You're more fragile. Yeah. yeah, I'd agree with that. You would have to talk me through processing the negative feedback. Yeah, it's like uh, there's yeah. no episode this week because we're in counselling, uh, and yeah. then Ricky just be in a room of spiders in her mind. Can we not while go I'm back? fighting the snakes? Right, that's it. We're ending the podcast before it goes back into snakes and spiders, and I'm going to show you the video of the snake. Tune in next week for episode twenty nine. The penultimate episode before we get good. The penult, yeah, the last crap podcast. The last crap episode. <laughs> if you want to be part of it, tune in. Yeah. Let us know if you'd rather fight 10 spiders or 10 snakes. 10 snakes every day. Apparently, there is nothing else to that question. They can be any size. Yeah. <laughs> From any country. Any size, any breed, no matter what. We're inclusive Striking, with yeah. the spiders and the snakes, but would you rather fight 10 snakes or 10 spiders? Let us know. Leave a review. <laughs> I reckon if you just stood still in a room, the snakes would leave you alone. Oh, but the spiders would just be like, just the spiders would just fuck with you. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. What? It's important that you think about the big questions of life because remember... Our time is finite. And everyone you love is going to die. Absolutely. Live, laugh, love. <laughs>